the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. It's not Milton Glick. I'm Barry Bess. <laughs> Milton Glick is in Alabama now. I made a mistake yesterday telling that he was at a uh, banjo, banjo convention. Okay. He's actually I, at a cro- I, he's actually at a crocheting convention. Wait a minute. So even worse. I banjo. had to apologize. I, that, the banjo convention was a few weeks ago, so he's 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 okay. Uh, Milton's, <laughs> Milton's how, how, how did you know that? How, how was you? Um, how were you made aware of that? I have spies everywhere. You have okay. I thought maybe and, Milton was listening on his. Uh, no, internet. no, but he he did uh, text me here saying, "Are you okay?" <laughs> so I told him, "Now we've all gone home." Uh. <laughs> It's Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Uh, we're here until 2 o'clock today. I'm joined uh, by Dr. Jerry Parsons, and no, we don't have the effect today. What happened? We had to send it off to the Smithsonian for oh, you know, proper okay. cataloging. Okay. But Dr. Jerry is a uh, Lifetime Achievement Award winner from the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, so congratulations right, once thank again. You, thank you for that. And over here on my right, your left, is Dr. Calvin Finch, who we have to get him an award like this we have to start well when i get to be jerry's age maybe yeah maybe maybe you have to have to live a long time <laughs> live a long time and do you've got many many more many more years of sitting there and um, <laughs> making fun of milton or me or calvin to go so we're very proud of you dr parsons award winner. Oh, all right i guess it has it. i guess it hasn't gone to the smithsonian they found it. yet Thank they found it um, it's a lovely, rainy, kind of Seattle-ish type day here, but that doesn't uh, affect the people coming out here to Millburgers uh, Landscaping at 1604 and Balverde Road. You can it come sure on does. Here. There's a lot of people here, but you notice that they have a tendency to be under the roof. Yeah, but you know what? I've all Since I got here this morning, there's been a lot of people out here that have been brave in the rain. So they'll, yeah, you they'll mean come those up. people running real fast? Yeah, the, yeah well, they're braving it. And this is can, a, whether they walk or they run, they're braving it. This is, is an ideal time to transplant, too, on days like this, where you don't have any transplant shock yeah. uh, <coughs> if you got more soil. That's what I did in my cutting flower garden. And then also it was kind of neat. I went ahead and uh, put some fertilizer yeah, in between yeah. the rows, you know, and then I didn't didn't have to water it in. This is perfect. It's not a lot of rain. Yeah. You, you, you wish it would be an inch well, or so. What did you say you guys got in your rain gauges? quarter of an inch. Uh, four, uh, over four, three four days, tenths. four tenths. Yeah. Okay, so any bit of rain in South oh, Texas, we'll yeah. take it. 
Yeah. Is this considered t- South Texas? I always wanted to ask that because I always, I always just refer to this area as South Texas. But it's kind of more uh, central, don't you? South think? Central. Yeah, yeah I was to say South Texas. We're, yeah. we're, 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 we're considered South Texas. Yeah, yeah. we're included in uh, when they describe Central Texas, sometimes they include us. And it depends on when I'm, the newspapers, the the little the rural newspapers I write for, if I write for one over at Schulenburg, then go. we're in Central te- Texas mm-hmm. if I write. Oh, yeah. Floresville, that's uh, <laughs> South Texas. So there you go. So if you would like to be a part of the show, it's very easy. You just pick up the phone, and you call 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And look who just walked over here, the king of Millburgers, the man in charge. <laughs> Wait a minute. Aren't I don't you? think he wants, to, wants people to know that. I'll take it, I guess. Yeah, so anyway, Trace, yeah, how are you doing? Tell. I'm still shooting for a doctor when I'm introduced. Well, oh, see, okay, no. doctor. I, can't get, I can't quite get that out of uh, me. I've figured out what my title is. I've got Dr. Calvin, Dr. Jerry. I'm not I'm not nurse practitioner, I'm nursery practitioner. Wait a minute. Right? Well what a well I, I what, can sort of see it. Okay, so that's that's my name. So yeah, he, he thinks these plants these blue bonnets have grown over. I could swear that, that these are the ones that you left here yesterday, yeah, right? Yeah. I could swear that they look bigger than they did yesterday. Now, they're a fast growing plant. Mm-hmm. That uh, that uh that's one of the most that's, vigorous. Uh, that's the blue bonnet. Blue bonnets we've ever selected. Selected. Well, compared to other blue bonnets, but this this time of the year, they're, they're they're not inclined to grow as much as they will if you. Well, yeah, but roots. I mean, I mean, they're all sprouting now. Yeah, they look nice. They're good-looking plants. Coming this week. They what? Your burgundy, your maroon ones. Oh, they had some red. Yeah, yeah. That was close. I was. Sometimes, sometimes we get our communications crossed, you know. They, get, they got, they got a lot of them. <laughs> There's about three levels of communication there, and uh, and I, I, t- I usually talk to the bosses over there, uh, the ones that produce our bedding plants, and uh, of course they're they're at the mercy of the people on the next level that seed the plant, seed the plant. So if the next level people that seed the plant say that they've seeded them, and that they've got plenty of seed, so then talk, we all we all assume that it's a food chain thing. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm glad I'm glad that they're available this this week because I, like I said, we we always send some to, and we're talking about the red red maroon, um, and we've got a. Blue bonnets. Yeah, red, red, maroon, blue bonnets, and uh, uh, we always take some over to A and M, and they plant them out at this time of the year before the students go on holidays uh, for Christmas. Do you think I could sneak in an orange snapdragon? Yeah. Okay, I think I think I'll try. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean to send an A and M? Yes. Oh yeah. no, no, yeah, that, yeah. that ain't gonna work. Yeah, put it right in the middle. <laughs> and and the neat thing about blue bonnets, and uh, this is for for our listeners too, uh, is you don't have to have a greenhouse to grow them in. They grow they grow outside in oh, our yeah. weather. They take cold pretty good. They won't freeze. And uh, somebody who was it asked me about. Uh, uh, I guess that's our new grower. That we've got a new grower that's gonna kind of back up our seed because we we almost we almost lost our our seed colors this year. Uh, but this, this particular person has a 
has a, 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 a irrigation. And uh, John Thomas said, Wild Seed Farms over there, they don't, they don't use irrigation. So they're dependent on the weather. Well, so we're, we're working with somebody that's uh, got a source of irrigation water. Just, just so they don't, uh, you, you've given them some instruction concerning the sensitivity to yeah. sogginess. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, they're commercial farmers. They, yeah. they know how to water plants. Famous, la- famous last words. Yeah. But <laughs> well, it, you remember anyway, we're, we're, we're the, diversifying our planting sites. The, the, cla- the classic example of that was for... Like th- three years, we tried to grow lavender at the, oh, the rodeo. You know, we, we did the rodeo um, tent every year and showed off all the things we did at the extension service, and we'd have all the, the plants, and so we plant lavenders and, and lavender and all different things, and the master gardeners would take care of it. But... It, it, they could not resist watering the lavender, you know, and yeah, so it, that's death on lavender. And by halfway to, through the rodeo, it was all melted down to to nothing. So we yeah. we gave up. Yeah, even even the lavender growers have trouble growing lavenders. There's only one or two kinds that they can actually grow successfully. Well, not but, so. but they have the lavender festival. In which they bring in lavender products from uh-huh. California and places like that. A little bit like strawberry festival. Yeah, a little, sort of like the majority of strawberries are brought in from California. Yeah. For the I, d- I, I didn't realize that until a couple of years ago. Well, yeah. it wasn't forever. I mean, in the old days, they, they, they uh, well, you produced just, more. Just but, because of the, the how many people there that they need more strawberries? Yeah, maybe? yeah and labor yeah. For, and, and the weather. Right. You know, if you have it go into a rainy season and before the, let's see, that thing's April, I think. Uh, first part of April, if you get into a rainy mm-hmm. season, all the strawberries rot. Yeah. Well, so just wherever they come from, it doesn't matter because they always stop by the radio station and bring yeah, pallets and pallets yeah. those are those are grown in potatoes. Yeah, yeah. So wherever we'll we'll take them. And all the berries sold mm-hmm. on the fair on the grounds there at Potee mm-hmm. are grown in Potee. Yeah. And, of course, all the berries in the contest, the uh, strawberry contest, which I grew, I judged for years, uh, were grown in poteet. Okay. So we, we mainly do the, uh, do the California berries for the, to make sure there's a supply of uh, plenty of strawberries. Right. I'd like to digress a little bit. Okay. Just talk about the nursery? Yeah. Of the week. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's talk about what's here at the nursery. Um. Well, we've got Ladybird Johnson blue bonnets. How many do you have left? Cause uh, about seven flats. Okay. Wait had, a minute. You had ten yesterday. Uh, started out with ten the week. We had nine yesterday, I think, when we were talking. So, yeah. Uh, this may be the only batch available. This will be the only batch available. And uh, so uh, if you're interested in actually getting blue Ladybird blue blue bonnets, uh, please call us at uh, 210-497-3760. We can set some aside for you. Yeah, because you said yesterday, make sure you call before you come by and expect I, I, I to would, get some. Because uh, I mean, we still want them to come by. But, oh yeah, yeah. But if you want to ensure you're going to get some, give us a holler, and uh, and that way we can set it back for you, and we know you're not making a wasted trip. And that's be- beautiful plants. I mean, yeah, they're lovely plants. And you use them for a couple of things. You can put them in containers or 
use them as a decorative blooming plant for the spring. But the other thing is it's a good way to start your naturalized bed. Right, right. Because uh, it's been, you know, we've had some bad weather in terms of wildflowers and seed is tough to get. But if you plant a couple six-packs and clusters out there, in your uh, where you want to target your bed, Mother uh, Nature will make sure you have a full bed sometime in the future. Yeah, and hey. Jerry, Jerry is saying this version has got uh, what double double the seed production of some of the some yeah, of the it, it has in commercial fields. So uh, it, it's a very vigorous uh, selection, uh, appropriately named after the ladybird. It's kind of kind of fun to have a couple rows in your uh, cut flower garden or in your. Uh, just your flower flower bed too, because yeah. they're always of interest. People and, see and, them in containers and stuff yeah. like that. And they and they sit there and hide like this over the winter time that we're look, looking at them. And then suddenly, yeah. in March, stand back, whatever's in <laughs> clothes, they just uh, start their grow. And people so, don't realize what a good cut flower they are. That's what you, you were saying. Yeah, yeah, they last a long time. Yeah, you can, uh, you can. After after they start blooming or whatever, you can and take take the flower and, and uh, put it in put it in uh, filtered water. Uh, they last longer in filtered water, as do all cut flowers. And uh, put it in there on the table, and it'll it'll stay for several days, uh, full blue blue bonnet color. Uh, I, I don't. I think. I think it'll last longer than it will on the plant. I don't, I, I don't know about that. I, I, Might I, depend I've never on, tried that. Yeah, it depends depend on, on the weather. Yeah, so. if it's hot and sunny, they don't last a yeah. long time. But uh, the, they're fragrant, big time. Are they? Oh, yeah, big time fragrant. Yeah. Speaking of fra- fragrance, I, w- I went out and and uh, tried to smell a Belinda's Dream again, <laughs> you know. Calvin, mm-hmm. you you're embarrassing yourself about the <laughs> I think there's that's one a, of the reasons we put a, it on the market. There's a claim. One of the claims is that it's a fragrant flower, and that always <laughs> struck me as funny because I've I've never smelled it. I mean, I mean, so I went out and I've got quite a few in my bed and nice. I mean, it's a spectacular. What about flower. your wife? Did she smell it? Um, no. Cut her one and bring it in, in yeah. the house and see see if it has fragrance, Kevin. I trust her more. <laughs> so, Trace, what else have we got going on at the nursery here that people can take well, advantage of? It's been a big onion week. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Right. We have gone through a lot of onions. <laughs> have you really? We have. And everybody's got a, a variance. You know, it's, it's not just the sweet ones they're wanting. Yeah. It's on a lot of the, the more oniony onions. We worked for 40 years to get a super sweet onion for people and uh, it's, uh, there, there's always those people that show up that want a more pungent the old fashioned onion yes know. sir well for, uh, cooking, for cooking which is the same, same, same way with jalapenos we had an entire breeding program to produce some mild jalapenos and once they got it done all we got was grief from people that wanted the hot jalapeno yeah well, consumers are really, we're all pretty spoiled because you, the way it is now with plant breeding and uh, uh, marketing and such, that we, we produce what people want. Yeah. And all year you can get, because of the international 
uh, agriculture and transportation and refrigeration, you can get fresh vegetables, fresh fruit. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Well, you know what? We were talking about the onions yesterday, and as soon as we got done with the show and I got packed up, Headed over to HEB and it got me some green onions so I could make it my go. cottage cheese yesterday. Oh, and it yeah. was brilliant. <laughs> the last time I did this show a couple of few weeks ago, we were talking about lettuce and what do I have to do? So whatever we're gonna talk about today, I'm probably gonna wind up going to H E B and getting it. <laughs> well that that's the beautiful thing about the onions at this time of the year. I I still haven't called uh, Bruce Frazier to find out when they seeded those. Cause, uh, they are pretty, though. Oh, they're, they're they, good-looking, plant, fresh some, plants. Some of the best onions I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah, and uh, tied well and, and done well. And so uh, I'm I'm encouraging. Uh, I work with a greenhouse grower up down around uh, around uh, Camelton, and uh, I'm going to take him a bunch of those onions. And just tell him to plant them every in every bare spot he's got. You know, just stick them in the ground. Every bare spot you got, that's what you can do with containers and. It's a great companion plant with other stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. All your cool weather vegetables, you can plant all around them, and yeah. And when they're ready to go, the onions will be thriving. Right, and forget about them. Uh, if you got, let's say you had nematodes. Uh, somebody called in. I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. Talking about had oak uh, nematodes on his okra, and of course we were saying that there's not a lot you can do. If you want to plant fall onions, the nematodes don't bother onions. So uh, so uh, you you can uh, you can plant them in areas uh, that you had your okra in, that you had nematodes with, mm-hmm. and not worry about it, and uh, and fertilize them because uh, they're they're heavy feeders. An onion is a leafy crop. Most people can't imagine that that's what it is, but it's a leafy crop. The onion bulb itself is a modified leaf. So you, the more leaves you can grow on the top, the more onion or more rings you'll have on the onion. Okay. I had a young man this morning came in, and he said he never did well with onions, but he was he was buying six bundles. So I went through the whole thing of what he did and what he didn't do, and two things. He was planting too deep. And he wasn't fertilizing with the right fertilizer. Uh oh. He was no. doing a high phosphorus instead of a high nitrogen yeah, to get the yeah. more leaves. Yeah, you need nitrogen. So two two simple corrections, and I bet I bet he has a great crop this year. Now, what do you, you say? He was planting them too deep. Well, he was planting them way deep. You can't plant them too deep. Well, that's what he was doing. <laughs> hey, we got a. He's we, getting a long, skinny onion, and he wasn't getting a big, fat onion. Oh, okay. okay. We got to take a break here, real quick. But you can get on the phone lines two ten three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, or if you happen to be coming down to the nursery, you can pop by our booth here in the back end of the nursery, underneath the our nice booth. Well, this that's is a big booth. booth this is a big booth. This is really nice. I like yeah. it out here. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We'll it's a be back. studio. It's a, yeah, really, it is. It's become a studio, the Milberger Studio. <laughs> Milberger's Gardening South Texas, back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Yeah, you know. 
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We've got some great things on sale at Millburgers, and I want to tell you about them because these sales aren't going to go on for much longer. All right, right now you can save over 40% on your favorite perennials in the one-gallon container. Now, there's still a great selection to choose from in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, like salvia, lantana, and more, in the one-gallon container, just three eighty-eight. That's a savings of over 40%. Right now you'll save on our best landscape shrubs, the final week to save on Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and more. Eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. That's another 40% savings. Citrus trees are on sale at Millburgers in the three-gallon container. You ready for this? Twenty-three eighty-eight, and that includes Meyer lemon, Mexican lime, hardy satsumas, and more. 40% off, just twenty-three eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. You'll save on these, plus cyclamen, pansies, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-422-3838 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-422-3838. That's 800-422-3838. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Dell Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. With all this talk about the National Anthem, we thought it was a good idea to learn a bit more about why the National Anthem is so important in this country. This National Anthem Minute is brought to you by Premier Roofing and Contracting. There are a lot of stories about how the Star-Spangled Banner became the National Anthem. In Fort Meade, South Dakota, they claim the idea started at their July 4th parade in 1892. But there's also evidence that the idea started in 1889 when Secretary of the Navy Benjamin Tracy made an order that that song be played every time they raised the U.S. flag. The tradition of playing the National Anthem at every baseball game began in World War II to signify the togetherness of the American people against Nazi Germany. Believe it or not, it took six votes over many years by the U.S. Congress before it was finally adopted as the national anthem in 1930. Thank you, Premier Roofing and Contracting, for standing for our national anthem. PremierRoofingAndContracting.com My name is Thaddeus Biediger, and honestly, I have to say and spell my name every day. I'm also the owner of Premier Roofing and Contracting. Easy to say and much easier to spell. Premier Roofing and Contracting proudly serves San Antonio and the Hill Country. And we're a preferred vendor with major insurance companies. Call Premier Roofing and Contracting for a free estimate for your roof repair or replacement at 210-867-6001. At Premier Roofing and Contracting, we install quality with confidence. PremierRoofingandContracting.com. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I'm Barry Best, sitting in for Melton Glick. Along with me, of course, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Oh, I guess that did go to the Smithsonian. And Dr. Calvin Finch. Uh, we're here until 2 o'clock, but the nursery is open until 5. If you'd like to have um, your uh, questions answered on the phone, 210-308-8867. Remember, you've got to dial the 210 now. With the, well, I don't even know what the new area code is now, but there is a new area code. 210-308-8867. And we do actually have uh, someone online, Steve. Steve, you are on with uh, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Calvin, Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, and I appreciate you asking. Thank you. Thank you. What's, very your, what's your question? Hey, the question I have is, um, I w- I've been attempting to actually transplant rosemary, which is not supposed to be rocket science, but evidently it is for me. Uh, what's the best way to actually take a cutting and actually get it to root? Ooh. Uh... Oh, I hate when you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> well... The, the, the rosemary is grown from rooted cuttings, and yeah. uh, but but most of them are are rooted in a mist bed. In other words, where they where they have the constant moisture uh, to keep the leaves moist while they're rooting. Uh, right. If you if you want to take cuttings of rosemary, uh, you take the the tips about. Uh, uh, four, uh, four to six inches of, of a tip cutting, uh, you know, at the, at the end, and uh-huh. uh, uh, grow grow them like uh, we described to grow roses. Uh, in on plantanswer.com under uh, propagation, I think we've got about three three articles on. Uh, one of which is not Milton's, by the way. Uh, he was supposed okay. to write us a rose propagation. But anyway, right. uh, three articles on exactly how to, how to uh, uh, root roses, and uh, that, that'll work for uh, uh, rosemary, too. Not to the, not the degree Whoa, it works for roses. Do you, do you have a clump? That's my two favorite things right there. Roses and rosemary. If I can grow them in a... In a a combined situation, I'd be happy. Is ha- I would be mm-hmm. so happy. Can you give have you have you got clumps of rosemary? No, sir. Actually, what I did was oh. I took some, took some clippings yesterday, and um, I was gonna I was gonna attempt it again, but I love listening to you, you lovely gentlemen on the radio. So I figured I would call and ask the experts and see if I would stop experimenting. Yeah, and and also uh, they benefit by from a rooting hormone such as rutone or harmonidin or uh, one of the rooting hormones that you get at the nursery. Yeah, keep in oh, mind oh, that, uh, oh. that's not. So you you cut them, you recut them, dip them in that hormone, and then put them in the container that you're going to root them in. And they're not oh. as automatic as roses. Keep that in yeah, mind. Yeah, they so. take a take a while yeah. to root. Um, I was. I think sometimes you can divide the clumps. That's quite. That can be an easier way to do it. You know, if you got you've got a one in a big container and it's gotten quite thick, you could make four four clumps out of it, and and then they'll all fill in too. So that's another option for making new plants. 
Okay. Oh, wow. uh, so, uh, I, I appreciate you, gentlemen, and um, I will go from there. Okay. Well, thank, thank you for calling. Thanks for your call, Steve. Lines are now open. Was that Steve? Oh, he's gone. Lines, one, what did Milton say? One line drop, there's another yeah, one available. Yeah, as he drops off, that leaves one of our uh, lines open. And, and you, you can call in. get on that line right now at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Did you notice that Steve called you two gentlemen? I noticed that. Wow. I think he was talking about me, mainly. Wow, maybe he was talking about Milton, because I don't <laughs> see very many gentlemen here. Hey, hey. Oh, hey, wait hey. a minute. I'm gonna play that. Um, I'm gonna play that message if you could keep that up. You mean the one um, about what was about, that that you were about my award? About your award, Carlo. That's that's a, the that's, that's a, you mean the one that Dr. Jerry Parsons received? The right. I'll just do a lifetime achievement award winner. There you go. That one, right? I guess we'll only have that announcement this weekend. Well, like I said, we're trying to get that ready for the Smithsonian because it's going to oh, go in there in the museum I, up in Washington. I hate that Milton's not here, so I could rub it in, you know. Well, showing him. you could do it next week. You could do it. You could probably do it for a long time. It would sound like I was bragging then. Well, and, and we'll deny it. I'll join Milton and we'll deny it. <laughs> well, I said, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, you know, at his at his age, he could be imagining. He probably is imagining. Hey, maybe I could give you all the plaque and we could hang it down at K-Loop. Yeah, you know, what we were saying, you could hang it around your neck and just walk around with it, too. No, it's too heavy. It's too heavy to do that. But then uh, maybe they'll get the uh, the life-size portrait of you here at Milberger's Nursery. Ooh, wouldn't that be neat? You know, just as you walk in, you know, right? Well, Calvin, Calvin and I were writing mm-hmm. life-size portrait looking at each other. Right. And I'm arguing. That might scare more customers <laughs> away than it, than it brings. Yeah, I never, th- yeah, I never thought about that, so maybe we better hold off on that we one. We got a question uh, from uh, New Braunfels that said, I've dug up a large bed of iris and am preparing the soil to replant. Do I need to replant the rhizomes rhizomes right away, or can I wait a few days? You can wait even more than a few days if you want. (laughs) A few months. Yeah, we were, uh, Jimmy and I were kind of speculating how long. Um, My latest bunch, uh, Cemetery Iris, and I went about eight months in, in in the shed in paper sacks. And they did fine. They did and they, fine. They were still firm and yeah. they weren't soft or rotted or anything. Yeah, it does. You know, they they harden off, so it takes them a while to come back. But, yeah. But they're uh, they're growing gangbusters now. And then I've uh, I moved some from some some from my cut flower garden. I had them at a the lower end, and they were getting it wasn't drying out. You know, yeah. with zinnias and things, I'm watering them every other day or every third day. Iris don't prosper in that kind of situation, yeah. so I, so I moved them, but I only kept them in the sack or, or in a wheelbarrow for a couple couple weeks, and of course they didn't, they hardly dried out. Yeah. Uh, Forrest answers, uh, Karen, you can wait to plant them. Just be sure you do not plant them too deep. The top of the, the corm should uh, be at the soil surface. Yep, that's the key. And, and, and Kevin, if you want more about that information, more of that information, uh, you can get yesterday's paper. Now let's see. That's not in when you when you stop by the corner store. Uh, is is it your article in today's? No, it was in yesterday's. It was in the ver, 
the version, the weekend version of the Sunday. Yeah, and you'd get you'd get most of the su- Sunday features, and then you'd get the news okay, from Saturday. Okay, but nothing on Sunday. No. Okay. So anyway, if you happen to get the paper yesterday, basically Calvin uh, writes. Uh, he writes about all that. It's now is the time to do all the uh, all the bubs like that are corms, uh, rhizomes, rhizomes or whatever. Uh, said uh, gardeners have found that if the clumps are dug up and divided every three to four years, it can stimulate a renewed vigor. And uh, use a a sharp spade to divide the root clump into two to four uh, parts. That's that's things like uh, German carnations and Shasta Shasta daisies. Those those that we've had trouble with, they just kind of decline over a number of years. What we call them weak perennials. Yeah, well, when you're digging up a digging up an iris, they you don't need a shovel to divide those, do you? Don't they just break apart? Yeah, you just yeah. There, there's some obvious. Yeah. And the thing about them, even if you you uh, accidentally cut them with the shovel or something, they usually they'll they'll, they'll do fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're tough. They're they're a tough plant. Good xeriscape plant. Yeah. Deer proof in most neighborhoods. I have to say now. Yeah. yeah. Deer proof. Yeah. How is that? Deer they don't, don't eat them. Oh, they just don't like them. No. Yeah. Well. Really? I guess they'd eat them if they liked them. I guess oh. so. <laughs> I guess so. All right, I'll go back. They eat everything. Here. Now we we also talk about another plant, daylilies there. Yeah. And they'll go a mile to yeah, find, they'll to eat find daylilies. daylilies. Really? So they're they're picky eaters. Um, well, you don't you wouldn't think so. There's there's a few plants that they don't that yeah. they don't eat, but. Uh, and it's kind of uh, like me and Brussels sprouts. And, and yeah. That, so, uh, We've got a whole list of plants that they. They're not very, very fond of on plantanswers.com. And it, on the best of best deer resistant. Twenty plant. years ago, when we started on this show, the list was much longer than yeah. it is now. And the list has changed dramatically. Well, and you notice when we're out of the droughty period, the list kind of stabilizes for a mm-hmm. while because they'll yeah they'll stick to the plants they like the best, and those plants are growing more in in a. Uh, wet environment than they are in the droughts. So. Yeah, one of the things I really noticed when I moved down here to San Antonio 23 or 24 years ago is just like, the deer are just everywhere. Like, in the city. <laughs> like, I lived in an apartment complex off of I-10 and Callahan and they were in our little back area. All, and it's like, I've never, I've, I've seen that in, you know, resi- like, um, acreages and stuff like that, but never in the city. It was the greatest thing. Yeah, so. you, you can see more deer in the city limits of San Antonio, Hollywood Park, Farrell, yeah, especially Hollywood Park, places right. like that. Yeah. yeah. Now you, they got trapped. See, they're 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 actually domesticated because they they used to be a, a regular, about mm-hmm. uh, the same n- numerical number of deer per acre as you had on the ranch land. Well, when San Antonio built in, it'd be a four ten. All right, you know, 14 and 1604, right there by Hollywood Park. Uh, that trapped them. They they can't they can't go across there. So they just and, decided, well, we'll just stay and, here. And then, and to aggravate the problem, I guess aggravate is the word, but uh, people start feeding them. 
and uh, they start having multiple fawns, uh, little deer, mm-hmm. and uh, they they started uh, multiplying in there. People named them. People started oh, naming yeah. them, you know. And so then, then you have you have the deer lovers uh, who 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 want to feed them, and then you have the deer haters of gardeners who want to grow landscape plants. And Forrest Appleton is our deer expert there in Hollywood Park. And His political is, career was based on deer. Yeah. Before he got frustrated and tired of it, <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he's come up with a or uh, he's he's approved. A list and and of of uh, some plants that they somewhat will not eat, but the problem with that is in certain certain areas, even in Hollywood Park, certain areas of Hollywood Park, uh, which comes to mind is here hibiscus. Uh, they eat the dickens out of hibiscus in the forest apple in the front yard, hmm. but uh, basically a mile a mile uh, west of his house. They've got uh, more grande hibiscus growing in the front yard. Big plants, been there for years, and so uh, we we've yet to figure out uh, the mechanism of uh, deer plants. Uh, same same way with uh, uh, Turks cap. Uh, I tell the story where I took some Turks cap over there, variegated Turks cap, to see if the deer would eat them, and the deer ate those things overnight. But right down in, in West, or off West Avenue, uh, I, I visited a location where that's all he planted in his landscape was Turks cap, and deer were walking. I mean, a multitude of deer were walking in and around those Turks cap and not touching them. Shrimp plant. Shrimp plant's another one. Yeah, that's uh-huh. some, some places they don't even. Even uh, Dwarf Ruelia, they'll eat. Eat at in you know, a drought, but then this kind of weather that's it's prospering again, you know, and growing, yeah. and uh, and so it, it is a strange phenomenon. There's a lady in Hollywood Park who's got a great big bed of these iris, and uh, every time they bloom, uh, Forrest after takes me down there and uh, take t- I take pictures of the beautiful, beautiful. I, I planted a great, a large bed this 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 year all. Uh, ten different varieties of blue, you know, gr- uh, groups of uh, blue iris, and uh, they're, they're. I'm looking forward to seeing them bloom too. And I've got cemetery iris uh, on the uh, other side. And they're the, white, uh, right? White, yeah. And I got a few blue of the blue flags. Yeah. Well, some people, a lot of people call them cemetery iris. Yeah. Too. Right? We we used to call them flags or. Uh, Daffodils were buttercups. I think we call them flags mm, yeah. in Tennessee. All right, we're going to take a break here, and uh, we're loving to hear from you. Give us a call. Ask your questions. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're here, Millburgers Gardening Show, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I've got some great things on sale at Millburgers, and I want to tell you about them because these sales aren't going to go on for much longer. All right, right now you can save over 40% on your favorite perennials in the one-gallon container. Now, there's still a great selection to choose from in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, like salvia, lantana, and more, in the one-gallon container, just three eighty-eight. That's a savings of over 40%. Right now you'll save on our best landscape shrubs, the final week to save on Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and more. Eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. That's another 40% savings. Citrus trees are on sale at Millburgers in the three-gallon container. You ready for this? Twenty-three eighty-eight, and that includes Meyer lemon, Mexican lime, hardy satsumas, and more. 40% off, just twenty-three eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. You'll save on these, plus cyclamen, pansies, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We pray victory over every family. We pray, God, that you would give them an understanding and a peace. And this evening, Lord, thank you that we can come together as one in Christ, lifting each other up, knowing that, Lord, you're going to answer prayer. You're going to help people. You're going to mend those hearts, Lord God, because you are the one that we seek and ask for. Send your prayers to our wall of prayer at 930amtheanswer.com. Keyword prayer. This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for the God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9:30 a.m. The answer. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all. From water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Hey, remember the mortgage meltdown of 2008? Have you tried to get a mortgage since then and been turned down? Or maybe you haven't even tried because your credit score is stuck at 585 or your tax returns have too many write-offs. Well, Cash Call Mortgage has great news for you. We've just introduced programs for people who've been told no. And what's doubly exciting is that we can solve your mortgage problems with no closing costs, no points, title, escrow, and no fees. Wait. Cash Call, are you saying you now have credit and income-solving mortgages with no closing costs? Are you kidding? 
You heard right. A credit or income-solving loan with no closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH and we'll work with you to solve your mortgage issues. Make the cash call at 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868. NMLS 128-231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states. Not available in Washington State. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing, terms, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Welcome back to Melberger's Gardening, South Texas. I'm Barry Best, sitting in for Milton Glick with uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And you, well, we need you on the phone, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're here at uh, Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You can tell who the uh, real, real gardeners are here in San Antonio because they're all out here in the rain and uh, getting what they holding, need. Holding their umbrellas. Holding their umbrellas. They're getting what they need. So you can come on down. The uh, nursery is open until 5. Today we're here until 2. So if you're uh, at the nursery or coming down, and uh, you can uh, come by here and ask your questions uh, right here at Millburger, 1604 and Bull Road. Do we have some telephone lines open? We have all the telephone oh, lines open, as you, you can imagine. Oh, you weren't supposed to say that. You were well, supposed to say we got a yeah, few open. we got a few open. We've, we've got a big, large bank. We've got a couple open. There right you now. go. Okay. If you're looking uh, for just interest in the uh, plants that are available now and that you might uh, want to spruce up your landscape with, the cyclemen are un- unbelievable. The uh, If you never use them in the shade, the colors are intense. The leaves are heart-shaped, and they've got etchings on. They're very pretty. Uh, red, purple, pink, white. Are those the ones that you can't resist? Yeah, they. Uh, those are the ones that I. He's resisting this year. I know he's resisting. This year, I'm losing faith in you. Yeah. What's going on? And there's a there's a there's primula, too, which is another deep shade uh, plant that's good. That if you haven't seen those, uh, it's hard, they're hard to believe. The they grow like pansies, but they've got a the, the flowers are a, a much wider range of colors, very intense. I always say they just remind me of the. Show paint, you know, like the clowns use in the circus, and mm-hmm. that waxy red and yellow, and that it just a uh, really glows and striking, uh, and the wrinkled uh, green leaves, but unbelievable hard to beat in a container. You do have to protect them from the slugs and snails. They, uh, the slugs and snails will even go up the container to find them. Eat uh, the cyclamen. Uh, not not le- yeah, less the cyclamen than those primulas. Oh, those primulas, yeah. Yeah, and uh, once pan- that once they eat a hole in them, you don't grow new leaves. It's just yeah, pan- full, full uh, even pansies will get tackled by slugs and snails. Yeah, so you, it's, it's probably a good idea. Any of the low-growing plants, strawberries for sure. Yeah, uh, slug and snail bait. Well, yeah, is that what you're recommending? Yeah, slug it's easy, and snail bait? Easy, easy to apply if you want to get real. Ambitious and do the beer traps. Nah, that no. works too. It's hard work, but uh, it's <laughs> a beer it's traps? an organic. Haven't you ever had a, heard of that? No. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> well, you do. You do is you get you get a plastic cup, and about every three feet, you you sink it into the uh, uh, the soil, so they're on three foot centers, and you fill it half full of beer, mm-hmm. and slugs and snails. 
pill bugs. They do the suicidal uh, the drop into it. Fill they the, get drunk and fall in there. They fill the, fill the thing up. I notice you. I notice you. No, you can't identify with that. But, uh, no. But they no, get drunk no, and I, fall in there and drown. Well, I used to. I used to drink. I used to fall down, but I never. <laughs> but that's never a different story. Never no, fell in beer and drowned because I I drink my way out of it back in the day. <laughs> I don't know when we were talking about it a lot years past. You know, there was there was this. Uh, we had a debate about whether cheap beer, yeah. flat beer. Uh, <laughs> do you use Budweiser? Or do you use Old Milwaukee? Yeah, there, right? yeah. It turns out that anything works. It can be stale I, I can, beer. The pill bugs are not uh, <laughs> are not selective. I mean, they got they got a problem. None of them belong to AA. Yeah. <laughs> I can just picture these slugs and snails sitting on the edge of this cup, going, "Hey, we're gonna have a good old at the party. Who brought the beer? It's right there. Okay, jump in." <laughs> yeah, they don't sit long. <laughs> All right. Well, that's new for me. That's a uh, so if I, if I walk around in somebody's house and I see these little cups that are there you like, go. that's usually full of beer. Full of beer. Oh, okay. That's but not that's not for you to drink. No, okay. for the beer oh, bugs. At least at least one gardener uh thought it was great because then he had an excuse to be he drink half the beer and right. then he used the half a beer. A little for you, a little yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, he didn't that. realize that one one beer can could be used from multiple cups, mm-hmm. multiple traps, you see. He didn't know or he didn't want to know. And so he would open a beer for every trap that he right. fed, you see. Ah, see. Well, that's... And drank the rest of the beer. Well, and his, that's how he got away with it. And his spouse, yeah, his spouse didn't... That's how he got away with it. <laughs> but anyway, that's a one organic way to control. That's like and I guess, I guess you could look into that, that as kind of a marinade because, you know, uh, pill bugs are, are small shrimp. They're well, crustaceans. And the uh, snails, are like, oh, they can make that escargot. So, so yeah. after, after they're in the beer, yeah, marinade. especially if you drink enough beer. Uh, if you're hungry enough. You, you could go ahead and. Especially if you're taking the cup with all of them in there and drinking there it like go. that. Then shell it all. Yes, shell it all. <laughs> I think uh, a diet that included that, I think I could lose weight. <laughs> yeah. It's not It's not very appetizing. It depends on how much beer you drank. That's yeah. how much beer you drank before. Yes. But I, I, we, we didn't ask David Rodriguez and his bunch, of, is that on their uh, insect menu? That's right. I wonder yeah, how that yeah. went. Uh, I think it. I think it's almost a sellout every time they do it. Uh huh. Well, it's just it was so. Of course, the wine and the beer. Yeah. And then the in- bugs too. He yeah. says. I mean, they just like fry them, these bugs up or boil them. Oh, up. No, no, they, they disguise them. The, oh, really? The main the main usage of of insects in food is uh, crickets and grasshoppers and like that meal. You know, they make. They ground them up and make yeah, just a, a nutrient uh, enhancer filler. Yeah. Well, yeah, and some, but you know, you see some of these other uh, countries that they they fry them up and eat them like they're little snacks. You know, right. like popcorn, like right, popcorn. Right. Hmm. How do we get on this? <laughs> the pill bugs in the yeah, beer. The pill bugs in the beer. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've got to be beautiful pansies out here too. Yeah. Oh, did uh, there's still some of those. Extra large ones that you spotted the other day. I haven't day. seen those. I think they sold out. Oh. <laughs> they I were they were on the on the on the ground over there. Uh oh, they're coming after us. Oh, that's my ride. Uh, they they were on the ground over there, unless they, they must have put them on the benches. Uh-huh. That's why I can't see them. So you you know, pansies, lots of different choices. Uh, the colors, 
Uh, if you haven't used them in a while, that orange color is kind of a nice one. Judy, my wife, likes it. Uh, the violas, the little orange ones mm, in yeah. containers look nice. That must be a bad one. There's two That's fire like the third fire truck that's gone by yeah, here. Yeah, this is yeah car accident time with this kind of weather. So, yeah, with this weather, you know, if you're coming out to the nursery, uh, 1604, be careful. You know, nursery's open till 5. We need you to get here safe. We're at 1604 and Bulverde Road. If you're coming from 281, you go east. On um, um, 1604, a couple of exits is Bulverde, and you're right here. Uh, we're open till 5 today. We're on the air until 2. Love to take your calls. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have probably about seven minutes before we have to go and to line, the news. lines are open, right? Lines are open. Only a few. <laughs> but they're open. <laughs> okay. Uh, one, one thing I want people to try this year... Um, in the containers or whatever, uh, talking about fertilizing pansies, pinks, or pinks or dianthus, and other winter annuals. I don't know if this is true for uh, for uh, uh, cyclamen. Cyclamen or not, but uh, what what water with water what every time you water your pansies, pinks, and other winter annuals. Uh, use a high nitrogen water soluble plant food each time that you water. Have, have you ever uh, fertilized your cyclamen a lot? Yeah, and, and uh, about once a month, using uh, in a a watering can yeah. with, with the soluble fertilizer. Oh, okay, so and you I, you have fire, for, yeah. fertilized your cyclamen. Yeah, and I don't. I never thought of it requiring much fertilizer, but they do grow quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And uh, get to be in nice big clumps. And then if you p- put them in the house, a lot of, that's where most people are familiar with them. Uh, in the house, they'll get huge. And, we, and, and that, a lot of people will fertilize them with soluble fertilizer every time they water in the house, too. So, yeah, it would benefit. It's a easy easy way to get some nutrients on them. Well, yeah. relatively easy. you gotta, you got to water with a water can or hose-in sprayer. And the key is each time that you water, uh, when these these plants are grown in the nursery, the commercial nursery puts water in their fertilizer. So every time they water, they're they're giving puts their fertilizer in the water. Fertilizer in the water. Yeah. And uh, so that would be a good thing for us to do at the at the uh, at the home home at the home gardener level too. Now we got we've got some gardeners that uh, um, is it James that that waters uh, has a uh, fertilizer fertilizer yeah that yeah in his drip line goes out with so that with that possible. that in mind at this time there's the wreck right up there guys it's on the it westbound sixteen oh four. Right? Or no, is that east? No, that's eastbound. That's eastbound. Yeah, that's it's eastbound. Eastbound, 1604. Well, anyway. That's your traffic report. <laughs> Dr. Jerry Parsons. I bet that hadn't been on the radio yet. They've got the fire engine there and everything. Well, they had three trucks go by and an ambulance sitting out there right now. Yeah. So uh, it looks like a car spun around. See, it's the, the white car in the ditch. 
Kevin, you may not be able to see it for that tree. But uh, yeah, I see fire engines. Yeah, yeah I see the lights. It's, it's fun around. So, but it, it, we're, if you're in that, if you're coming this way on 1604, be aware. There's probably a wreck right here at around Bolverde Road in that area. So right over be careful. Bolverde Road. Yeah, over east, Bolverde. Eastbound. So that's going to back traffic up a little bit on the eastbound lane. But anyway, uh, getting back to this uh, fertilizing every time you water with the water-soluble fertilizer, and I, we're talking miracle grow, rapid grow. No, yeah. which, uh, I can't say rapid grow anymore. They say that's not on the market. Mere acid. Mere acid and miracle grow. I guess it's the only two. We Peters, Peters. Does Peters have? Yeah, maybe, maybe a number of those are manu- come from the same right. manufacturer, right. but I think they've retained their labels. I think uh, miracle grow is the one that gets all the PR publicity. But... Uh, we we say each time that you water them. Now that that is a danger with uh, winter annuals because uh, uh, you can't overwater them and rot them. Uh, cyclamen and how do, how did you how did you water your cyclamen? Did you stick your finger down around the plants and yeah. kind of watch the bed that uh-huh. way? And it, uh, my main bed. Uh, basically almost all compost so really well drained in fact to the to the point that uh, it was like some containers it just dried out too quickly yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would have liked a little a little bit more soil in there um, so if it's really well drained you can't you can't hardly overwater them but uh, if it's if it's not super well drained you can yeah. stay soggy in this kind of way. Yeah, if you stick your finger in, in around your plant material and you feel feel moisture, then uh, give it another couple of days before you water. And Especially the good, at this time of the year. Yeah, because you're you're not talking about the evapotranspiration. There's right, no evapotranspiration. Right. So it's cooler. Yeah, so you can. It's not when it's 90 degrees out. If you wait an extra day, you could have. Permanently wilted plants, but Absolutely. not in this kind of weather. So okay. you got to watch them real close. we got about, about, there's my Canadian coming out, Calvin. Um, we got about a minute to go. A boot. A boot. Until we get to the uh, the news at the top of the hour. But don't worry, we've got another hour of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, yet to come. And if you hadn't, if you called in and hadn't been able to get in because our lines are full. Just keep trying. You're calling the wrong show. (laughs) (laughs) That's Dr. Jerry Parsons, (laughs) Lifetime Achievement Award winner. Soon to be unemployed. (laughs) Unemployed. Well, you can get a job at Millburgers here, can't you? Uh, 210-308-8867. How does Milton put up with this every week? 210-308-8867. needs a break. Uh, we'd love to see you out here at Millburgers, but if you're coming out this way, be careful. You know, the roads are slick. There is a bit of an accident in this area. Open until 5 today, but uh, give us a call at 210-308-8867. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And thank you for joining us this afternoon. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I'm Barry Bess. 
Milton Glick off this weekend. He, I thought, was going to Alabama with a banjo on his knee, but from what I understand, <laughs> it's a crochet convention that he is at, oh, and he'll oh. be back next week, and I'm sure he's going to have crocheted you guys something uh, uh, special, especially for you. For Christmas. Well, especially for you, uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons, for your Lifetime Achievement Award. I don't think Milton knew about that. Um, he does now. Oh, it does it? He now? does now. Okay. Our, and, of course, not only Dr. Jerry Parsons, but uh, to my right, your left, if you're looking at your radio, is Dr. Calvin Finch. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're here at Millburgers Gardening uh, at 1604 on Balverde Road till 2 o'clock, but the uh, nursery's open till 5 today. You know what we're seeing a lot of, uh, even today, with the, the, the drizzle, uh, folks uh, fulfilling their uh, sanitarium water system, uh, p- picking out the plants, and the staff oh. are real familiar with the, with the plants that are on the list, and the all the tags uh, identify the plants if they're on the saws coupon list. Plus, there's a, a, a point where all of the plants together are out there, so you can look at the every plant that's on the on the coupon this time. I think the deadline is the end of this month to take advantage of that. So if you've got you've got the coupon, uh, or if you want to get a take, take go to the SAW's Sanitary Water System website real quick and see what the timeline is and see if it's practical for you uh, to get your plants. You've got a while to plant them after you pick them up, but I think you have to uh, take advantage, get your coupon before the end of the end of the month. The idea, of course, is that the plants on the list are, are plants that you can uh, use in a, in a uh, low-water-use landscape. They're attractive. They've got lots of blooms. Uh, different. Uh, some of them are pretty unusual. And, yeah. and a lot of them are, are, are some of our favorite plants and the plants we recommend. So check it out for sure. Come out to the nursery. See, see the display they've got that shows you all the plants and plus they have a handout or go to the san antonio water system okay website. I'm, I'm seeing christmas decorations already here at Millburgers. that's not what makes you think that well there's a big christmas tree <laughs> sitting on top of it and it says and the signs merry christmas oh, <laughs> it's not thanksgiving yeah that's, that's what's taking you out Okay, that's one of my. Okay, I have to be honest. That's one of my pet peeves. We haven't even gotten to Thanksgiving yet, and we're already starting to look at Christmas stuff. Yeah. Not that I have anything against Christmas, because yeah. my birthday's around Christmas. Just in case you're wondering. Well, oh, really? So the day before. Well, I, I would be. What a poor uh, Thanksgiving. The the poor people advocates for Thanksgiving get because. They emphasize here at Millburgers, they emphasize Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Emphasize Christmas, but no Thanksgiving. Or Thanksgiving was kind of left out. The only thing we really bring bring to the attention of folks about Thanksgiving is uh, trying to get the tomato crop in before. (laughs) (laughs) But then that hardly compares to all the decorations. Thanksgiving kind of gets that uh, stepchild. As far as the holidays uh-huh. are concerned, Halloween is big, huge, right? Christmas, here of course. Yeah, here. And Thanksgiving is, well, you know, it's a couple of days off. Let's watch football. There you go. You know? Yeah, yeah. I just I just noticed the blow up Christmas tree there on top of the on top of the roof over there. Yeah, what's the main vegetable that you eat that some people eat 
for Thanksgiving that uh, and Christmas. Pumpkin. Sweet taters. Oh, I don't like sweet taters. That, Ooh, that, that you will eat eat at no no other time of the year. Ooh, well, I eat sweet potatoes a lot. All I'm thinking here. of celery. See the celery oh. out there. Are you kidding? No, oh, I eat celery all, all the, time. the time. Oh, yeah. do you? Oh, you mean to, you talk about putting celery in like stuffing and yeah, stuff like that? Yeah, right? stuffing and. Oh no, I'll take like a stock of celery and I'll chomp on that thing all day. Yeah. Well, you lose weight, you know. Yeah. But or you know what's good if you put it in a pasta salad? If you make your own pasta salad, that's good. Celery, a little oh. green onion. Yep. It's nice. It's nice with dips. Celery mm-hmm. is. It's good for you too. But anyway, you can grow your own because we've got some. Uh, I've got some celery transplant. Hey, did you plant some celery? I did. It's the first time I've ever done it. Is that it was a strange. We were talking yesterday, I guess it was, or, or today about the uh, the reaction. You know, transplant mm-hmm. reaction. I've never seen a reaction like that. Celery. You know, the celery we planted was upright and yeah, like green. You know, man, and suddenly you planted as hard. Oh, it, it fell over. It it's went yeah, but it's not. You know, it's still. It's not really like a wilt. It's just a yeah a readjustment. Yeah, that in, in commercially when they plant them celery commercially, they plant them real close together. That, that's and, probably, that and, would probably and, help and they, address And they that. use transplants. It's one of the most expensive vegetable crops you can grow because of the they have have to be uh, trans uh, use use transplants, and they have to put them two inches apart. I mean, really close, yeah, and that—that's to hold them up, so so that they hold the stalks up and make the stalks long. And see, upright. I just planted them the same way I do broccoli or. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 stalks will still produce, still form, but they'll just be uh, horizontal rather than vertical. There you go. And so, but. Uh, some people say that uh, home gardener home garden uh, celery is is better. Maybe it's not as, huh. uh, but you'll find that out for us this year, I guess. Yeah. Well, when did you plant yours? A couple of weeks ago. No, I planted it. Uh, I think longer than that. Oh, Whenever, I, I didn't know we had I planted the. Uh, well, broccoli. No, it wasn't. It wasn't as early as the broccoli, but I, I, when it was the same time as the. The collards and oh, oh the Swiss chard, yeah. Okay, and they've got some beautiful Swiss chard out there oh, too. The colorful done. Swiss chard. And my Swiss chard's ready to start harvesting um, already. So that oh, and the kale. Yeah, kale really grows fast too. And it's, it's got got a whole whole rack of uh, a whole uh, uh, a whole section of. Uh, of uh, multiple-colored uh, lettuce out there. Uh-huh. You see that? That is nice. Right yeah, that's pretty. By the chart. So. But anyway, yeah, the, you can, that celery, when you buy it, it's ready to eat. I mean, mm-hmm. in the transplant form. Uh, and so is, so is the leaf lettuce, and so is the chart. So uh, if you if you're going to have that for Thanksgiving, which is coming up what mm, next week? Uh, week after, yeah, Thanksgiving, week after. Uh, you can go ahead and and get that in the ground and get it established, and then when Thanksgiving Day rolls around, you can take it directly out of your garden, and, and it looks like you cut the plant down severely, 
but since it's already established now, it'll it'll come Send back. Send out new shoots, huh? So you're getting multiple uh, harvest off of it. So you're not too you're not too late to uh, to plant uh, celery and of course the broccoli and the cauliflower and the cabbage and all that stuff is out here too. But uh, and all the greens, yeah, collards and chard and uh, turnip greens and spinach. Spinach, oh, yeah. spinach. Oh. spinach looks good, yeah. I'm, I'm and, a, the, and that, the spinach likes this kind of weather. Oh, yeah, loves it. No, I'm, I must not be a very good southerner because I don't like any of the greens, mm-hmm. like cooked up. So what do you, I guess, what do you eat up there in Canada? Well, that, spinach, my, 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 my mom <laughs> used to make spinach all the time, but she boiled it. and. Oh, it and man. So I, and then. We can spinach all the time. Yuck! Yeah. Y'all were abused. Green beans, canned green no beans. Wonder, canned no beans. wonder you Yankees are so. Uh, hey, he's. Well, you, you're stuff. not really a Yankee. You don't consider somebody from Minnesota being a Yankee, do you? Well, you oh. quit it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, really? Well, then what am I? I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Canuck because I'm from Canada, so. That's yeah. that's even worse than Yankee. That's really? Even, that's even across the line Excuse from Yankee. Me? Excuse Oofta, me? Oofta, that's Oofta. even north of Yankee. Yeah, Yankee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, mom used to just cook it up so. Like, I mean, mushy. when she used fresh stuff, um, she'd get know. it from the store. We 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 never grew spinach on okay. our, on our farm, like on, on mom's garden. Like, yeah, probably not. No, so we would get it in the store, but she would. Uh, I told her when I was 18, that's one of the things I'd never eat again was spinach, uh, 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 Brussels sprouts, uh, turnips. Um, what do they call parsnips? Mm-hmm. Nope. Did you um, ever try rutabagas? Yes, and that's another one that's on my Uh-oh. list. <laughs> Calvin. Yeah, really. I was thinking of the, the root crops. We we grew beets, rutabagas, radishes, carrots uh-huh. up there, you know. Hey, since you're from Minnesota, I want to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Yeah. There's a, There's legend, a lot of people do that. A legend know. about the fish lutefisk. Yeah. Did you ever eat lutefisk? I did sometimes. Now, yeah. now correct me if I'm wrong, because I've been wrong before, Calvin. It's like done in lye, and it's like yes, it, they do cook it in lye. And so it's no, it's, it's not. Hell. It's not my favorite. It's a, kind of a the consistency is really. You cook it strange. in lye. Well, it, and it's like yes, it gets really white and <sighs> texture is, I think it's kind of mushy but a lot of people that like it really love it my sister is nuts for it really? oh. i never heard of a fish cooked in lye well we have that's to get a, somebody i guess that's uh, how they use the lye i mean it's not a check on check on the recipe but it's a, it's a major factor in the, yeah it's a major factor it's like Oh. I want to make an announcement that that is not that recipe is not on planet. Not and it's not going to be at the Thanksgiving meal table. <laughs> and, I don't think. And if I remember right, uh, you uh, there's no fishy smell involved. I <laughs> I it's all lie. Lie. It's a lie. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so lutefisk would probably be on my list of uh, no. Lutefisk and, and rutabaga. Yeah, rutabaga, no. Will be, I mean, those two will quite often be together. Oh, two, man. 210-308-8867. We have a few open lines, not very many. There a few. you go. 210-308-8867. Or if you're at the nursery, come on by and ask your questions. We're here till 2. The nursery's open till 5, 1604 in Bulverde Road. Yeah, we were talking about fertilizing uh, the uh, the uh, 
of pansies and dianthus and other winter annuals with every time you water. Now that's that's not the case with house plants. On house plants, you want to uh, fertilize them no more than once a month during the during while the they, while they're in the short days of yeah, winter. Yeah, the winter especially, they don't do any growing. And uh, you may, you're mainly just trying to keep them alive, not that, not try to stimulate growth. Like you it's are a, it's amazing how many at at some point in the deep fall. Well, first of November, or middle of October, that a lot of they come, they their growth rate reduces. A lot of a lot of plants get killed from excessive watering. I mean, they don't use it and they get soggy. Yeah. So you you, you always got to be aware that when the days get shorter, that those house plants uh, don't need as much water or fertilizer. And you know, if you've overwatered, because you get those little gnats, yeah. those gnats. I had a, I'm trying to, one of those little bonsai trees, those little yeah, tiny guys. Yeah. And all I was told, you put an ice cube in there in the That'll first hurt. of the day and it goes in. Well, I must I must have misunderstood because I did that every day. No. And I killed this poor thing within a couple of weeks. Yeah, so, yeah. Because I'm thinking, well, an ice cube, that's going to be good for a day, but that's going to be. So I thought it was supposed to be. You grow them on a dry side. Yeah. So Do you like, remember what kind of plant it was? No, I was just, I can't remember. It was, a, it was one of those little bonsai trees. Okay. Um, and so I. That's a bad sign when you don't know the species. Yeah. Uh, pretty, that's what I'm saying. Like, Milton knows more about gardening and planting wow. than I do. That's pretty, no, that's pretty bad. Don't ever say that. Uh, don't ever admit that. You know, I, maybe Milton he, may hear this. Yeah, I know he's going to rub it in, too. But, yeah, so, um, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, okay, I'll put an ice cube in. That's easy, Just, but it was not supposed to be every day. That's right. No. But that's, yeah, Jerry, it depends on how big the ice cube is. Too. No, just no regular size ice cube. No. There is no regular size ice cube. Well, sure there is. Cube. It comes out of the, um, come uh, out of the ice tray. you got to be careful. Jerry's... Nobody has ice trays anymore. Some people do. My 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 grand granddaughter was over and the ice breaker broke. And uh, I said, "Well, we'll just use trays." And she said, "What? What? You mean how, how do they come out? Do they still come out the spout down there where you put the where you <laughs> hold your glass?" <laughs> Nobody uses trays and, anymore. And, uh, do you have ice trays? In my uh, yeah, I because I don't have a, a, a refrigerator with an ice maker. Sorry, I've got ice trays, and I know the recipe for making ice too. I'm, now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got. I know the recipe for making ice. Too. I feel sorry for him now. He's we get, get in, uh, on some kind of program. He's a Canadian. Yeah, I just used to being in that, at home. You just go outside, get a bunch of snow, and put it in your drink, and there you go. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute here. <laughs> Um, so you know what, gentlemen, and I'm using that term because somebody called you gentlemen earlier in the show. Absolutely. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go to break a little early, uh, just so we can um, uh, get people on the line because we have just a couple of lines open, there folks. You go. So get it on the line now. We only uh, we're here on the air till two o'clock. No Burgers Gardening South Texas. Call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or if you're making your way out to Mill Burgers, we're at 1604 on Balverde Road. Be careful, though. It is a little slick out there. We're here till 2. The nursery's open till 5. It's Mill Burgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. 
Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We've got some great things on sale at Millburgers, and I want to tell you about them because these sales aren't going to go on for much longer. All right, right now you can save over 40% on your favorite perennials in the one-gallon container. Now, there's still a great selection to choose from in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, like salvia, lantana, and more, in the one-gallon container, just three eighty-eight. That's a savings of over 40%. Right now you'll save on our best landscape shrubs, the final week to save on Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and more. Eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. That's another 40% savings. Citrus trees are on sale at Millburgers in the three-gallon container. You ready for this? Twenty-three eighty-eight, and that includes Meyer lemon, Mexican lime, hardy satsumas, and more. 40% off, just twenty-three eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. You'll save on these, plus cyclamen, pansies, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I am David Gramillion on a continuing mission to help you get your geek on. Saturday night at 11, 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Get your geek on with Dave Gramillion on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Spider-Man Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. And you've heard the song, There's No Place Like Home for the Holidays. Well, not only do you feel that way about your home, but you know what? Spiders... Ants, roaches, rodents, all them, they feel the same way. They love your home during the holidays because when it's cooler outside, your home is warm and toasty. They want to come inside and they want to just share the food and share the holidays with you. But you know what? I'm guessing you don't want that. All right. Here's how to get rid of them. Spider-Man Pest Control. Call 210-656-3721. Spider-Man Pest Control has been helping homeowners get rid of these unwanted pests since 1976. They do a great job, and they know what they're doing. Spider-Man Pest Control, 656-3721. Give Warren a call, and he'll keep those ants, roaches, and all kinds of bugs out of your house this holiday season. 210-656-3721, or go Spider-Man Pest we pray victory over every family. We pray, God, that you would give them an understanding and a peace. And this evening, Lord, thank you that we can come together as one in Christ, lifting each other up, knowing that, Lord, you're going to answer prayer. You're going to help people. You're going to amend those hearts, Lord God, because you are the one that we seek and ask for. Send your prayers to our wall of prayer at 930amtheanswer.com. Keyword prayer. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482. 
Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. Breaking news. Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen says the Fed expects to keep raising interest rates for the foreseeable future. Stimulating talk. Donald Trump says that the West is superior. What's happening in the West? Are people starting to think maybe values are the issue? The answer. And welcome back to Melberger's Gardening, South Texas. I'm Barry Vess, sitting in for Milton Click, along with me is Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And Calvin, sorry, your Vikings are losing by three right now to the. To I the saw Redskins. that, but yeah. it's only it's only the second quarter, so you're you'll yeah. be good. So we're we're not only keeping up on nursery, we're keeping up on the traffic that's going there on here go. on 1604 Belvedere Road, and also got to keep tabs on Calvin's uh, Minnesota Vikings. My team lost on Thursday night, so I don't care what happens today. <laughs> Anyways, but we do care to hear from you. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And um, you can also come on by here and ask us a question live in person at Millburgers, 1604 and Balverde Road. Be careful with it being slick outside. We already had one accident here over Balverde Road at 1604. Uh, if you're coming from 281, uh, you're going to go um, uh, east on... On 1604, come out here to Belverde uh, Road. A couple of exits in. We're right across the street from uh, of Valero here. So come on by. Visit the nurseries open until five. I want to get back to Calvin's article on uh, dividing uh, and uh, perennials, and especially ours. Uh, there's one statement in here that's uh, that. Uh, it's characteristic of a lot of people that have grown iris in the past and wondering why the iris is not blooming now. Uh, Calvin writes, uh, for best results, iris should be grown in full sun. Now that's that's a that's a key key consideration, and he and he said, makes an uh, under understatement here that iris are long lived. So it's not uncommon that several decades pass and the nearby trees grow over the area to make it too shady. Now that, I bet you that's 90% of all the old iris beds. Yeah, the old cemetery iris. Yeah, for sure. They're they're in the shade and they they bloom sparsely and things like that. So uh, if you want to... If you want to divide them, now's the time to do it and get them in a sunny location. And by sunny, we mean uh, six to eight hours of direct sun, sunbathing sun uh, during the day. And they're not going to be affected by uh, drought. Uh, I mean, they're, they're no. top um, xeriscape plant. In fact, uh, about the only thing that does kill them is the... Uh, if it's soggy soil. Yeah. And uh, we, in, te- in, te- in Tennessee, uh, I grew up, uh, they grow a lot of iris in Tennessee. And uh, people would plant them around the base of trees. And uh, first couple of years, they were, they bloomed pretty good. But then after that, they would stay, they would keep living. Uh-huh. And this is with no water. Uh, they would keep living, but uh, their bloom was Sparse, if at all. So uh, that's because of the, of the shade situation. So if you've got an old iris bed that's not not blooming, you can go ahead and uh, dig it up. Uh, it says, uh, dig up the clump of iris and break break up the rhizomes. 
you will find it easy to find the natural splitting points in the clump. Discard any partially rotted or insect-ravaged rhizome and then plant the newly divided pieces 18 inches apart in the bed uh, with, the, with the top showing, right? Yeah. Top half showing. You, you know, you always say the top should be level with the soil, of, but I've seen them. Uh, it's it's kind of like the uh, um, oh the pur- purple the purple plant where you drop it and it just purple. oh uh, uh, purple heart purple heart or, yeah uh, and iris will do the the same thing if you um, like I had my irrigation system changed and they kind of half dug up a bunch of them <laughs> but it didn't matter to the iris you know just if one end of the rhizome is sticking in the ground they'll, they'll make their way or if uh or if the deer walk through the bed and <laughs> dig them up they'll still they'll still but it show how, show how easy they are to transplant uh you know we we use blue bonnets and and wildflowers along our expressway in Tennessee, they've got several spots where they just broadcast the the uh, rhizomes huh. of, of flags and ours out there. Large pieces or just small large, pieces? Large pieces. I'll be done. On top of the soil. Yeah. And those that's beautiful, a, beautiful bed. They're, yeah, that's the same kind bed. of experience that, that I was describing. Yeah. Hey, uh, we've got uh, Bill on the line. Uh, Bill, thank you for calling to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you this morning, this afternoon? Pretty good. Lucky enough, I got through the big rush of calls coming in there. Yeah, I was, I was fixing to say. You're uh, lucky to get on the line. Let me tell thanks, you that. Thanks for being so patient, Bill. This is not this is not uh, Millburgers uh, sex lines that you're calling here. This that's is doc, garden program. That's Dr. Jerry Parsons. Uh, Quick, Bill. <laughs> change the subject. What's up? Okay, uh, so this is the VS line from Millburgers. Okay. There you uh, go. I'm trying to find out. I inadvertently have a uh, a uh, sandpaper tree that has come up that actually I got it in a, uh, a gallon lawn uh, uh, nursery thing, I think at a uh, Arbor Day over at Leon Valley. Anyhow, it got put in a place that uh, it was neglected and it punched out the bottom of the black can you know rooted real good and yeah. now it's about nine nine foot tall yeah so, <laughs> and it survived cold weather and hot weather and drought and everything else so it must be tough but They're the tough. question is is that did that have any use to it really yeah the, an aqua yeah. sandpaper tree an aqua yeah well, what do they yeah. call it uh Aggie toilet paper tree? Or no? <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, that hurts. No, I like it. I've got a, I've got a real nice uh, an, an aqua because uh, it's a wonderful uh, wildlife plant. They they bloom. Uh, the bees like them, and the hummingbirds. And then the then they have those berries, and uh, in the summertime, and they the birds eat every single one of those uh, berries in my yard, and the tree just gets alive with it. With the cardinals and the doves and uh, mockingbirds. Okay, yeah. I, there was one bunch of those berries that were on there, and they're gone now, so I figure either the birds or the tree squirrels got it. Are those yeah, uh, berries edible for humans? Uh, I don't 
think they're considered edible. They're sticky. Okay. Sherry, Sherry Didier, who we used to have a shop in La Vajita, Yeah. And I was uh, raving about an aqua, what a great plant it was and everything. And she told me that since I loved it so much, the next time it dropped all those sticky yellow berries <laughs> on her on her courtyard, I could come out there and try and clean those up for her. Um, they're quite, yeah, they're quite sticky. As far as being edible, if you eat fish cooked in lye, uh, you probably like like those. Yeah, for that's a Minnesota. I mean, a Texas native. I'm not. I'm. I'm not from Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Hey, they 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 prune the uh, anacos prune uh, pretty well well too, and uh, of course they they'll make a thicket too if you're not careful. But yeah. There's some really nice specimens out there at La Mejita and uh, old old trees uh, by the uh, art museum. How tall would they get? Yeah. I'm, oh, I think easily 40 feet. Good Lord. But most of most oh of them God. we're familiar with are probably 30 feet. 30 feet is uh, on the poor soils. Mine is, mine is about 30, 30 feet. And it's old. They don't oh, grow okay. fast. Yeah, if you want so to move nine, it, you'd, you'd move footer. it now. Yeah, if you want yeah. to move it, uh, since it's going to get so big, uh, you would do it after it, lo- lose it. it loses its foliage, right? Um, loses most of its leaves. You know what? I can't, I can't remember well, if it's a... I, I thought it was a evergreen, but I might be wrong. Uh, well, what do you... Bill, do you remember? Had a bloom on there that was, you know, kind of the size, a circular bloom, kind of the size of a garlic bloom, you know, and kind of on that size, and had oh. little white cream flowers arranged yeah. around there. And it was real pretty, but I didn't know how big that thing was going to get. So if I want to move, it seems like I better think about that now. Oh yeah, they're yeah. not they're not the easiest yeah. thing to move either. So do it quick. I can't remember if it's deciduous or evergreen. Somebody out there. Yeah. That's uh, younger well, with a better memory. Well, I mean, I've only had mine years. for twenty years, so I'm, you know, I can't remember. <laughs> if, if if I happen to kill it during the movement, so be it. I obviously didn't care much about it if I left it unattended for a couple of years. There you uh, go. Now it's on the it's uh, on the CPS uh, rebate program, so it's a uh, highly respected oh, uh, tree in terms of a yeah, native tree. Tough. Okay, I mean, so once it's not really trash tree then. No, okay. it's a drought a drought tolerant, can be pruned, very attractive. Um, I'm thinking more and more it's uh, evergreen. If it's on the CPS, then it may give you a pretty good shade factor. So I think everything on there was pretty much for shade of the house. Yeah, well, Jerry and I debated. You know, it's it takes quite a while to get to the shade status. Uh, yeah. How old was yours? Your nine-footer is probably four or five years old, isn't it? Well, I can't. I don't know how long, how old the cutting was that I got in this pot, but I think it's been in my yard two years where it punched through the bottom and grew. So okay, well, that's not bad. That's good, right? Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think if you get two feet a year out of it, that's that's a pretty good growth rate for an anaqua. Okay. Well, now I'll think about where to move it to, to and allow 30 feet to make sure I'm away from power lines. Yeah. Uh, one other question. You were mentioning cemetery iris. 
Are they so named because they're tough or because I've just been useful? I've think, been useful. I think it's both, and they survived. You know, they grave. They keep the graves and cemeteries are maintained, and so along with the fifty-year-old gravestones, there's the iris that were planted at the at the same time as the body, and they're still going strong. Both, I think okay, both. Well, I, I tried to put some up into a uh, family graveyard up in Kendall County, and it hadn't turned out too good. But are they still alive? Well, only one or two of them. Are so, they uh, mowing them? I, are they mowing them? No, no. It's just it's very low maintenance. Whenever somebody in the family get goes out there, they mow it. That's okay. Kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Now they weren't mo- yeah. the the common reason they don't prosper is that that they're planted too deep it's hard to especially for people that aren't used to growing them it's hard to to be comfortable with planting them on the right basically on the soil surface so like i said in tennessee yeah. they're just broadcasting yeah. out on the expressway overpasses and that's yeah, that's, that's that's cool too when you're you're rushing to get something planted they're, they're very easy to plant yeah. Yeah, I, I did them, for, I think, following those things, but I've done hours, regular hours over the years or whatever. And then I had some nice doctor give me some of these uh, cemetery a while back and planted them in real shallow like that. But uh, up there in Town County, maybe it just got too hot, you know, and there was not regular watering being done out there. Well, so that, I was that usually, now there's no chance, I guess there's no chance they got overwatered. No, no, that's, uh, that's uh, just uh, by rainfall. Yeah, some sometimes in a low spot they won't prosper if it's uh, the water accumulates there. Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, turn, it's on a high, it's on kind of a hill above the Guadalupe River. It's got a lot of rock in there and real good drainage. You know, uh, well, latch latch on a few. You know, find somebody that's got a bed, and when they thin them out, uh, give it another try. Uh, because yeah, that's what, an, what, that's a great place for them. When would they uh, uh, be sending them out? What time of the year? Right now. That's why. That's why. Yeah, this is the best. Calvin had an article in uh, in yesterday's oh. paper about oh, okay. how to do it. All right. Now, would the the German iris ones would they be any tougher than the cemetery? Not any tougher, but they're tough. Uh, the cemetery iris is, is probably tougher, but the German, the, the bigger German iris, Dutch iris, they have uh, bigger blooms. They bloom a little later. Right. Uh, and uh, I, th- I think you'd have to give the cemetery iris the edge in terms of survival and drought And I tolerance. guess with the coloration, people have felt that they're more suitable for cemetery being white. Than a blue one, yeah. Okay, probably so. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate the information. Oh, good question. Thanks for your call, Bill. Do they ever use those leaves for sandpaper? On that sandpaper tree, do they ever use those leaves as a sandpaper substitute? No, only at A and M. No. (laughs) I I think they they just get that leaf because they're uh, that name because they're rough leaf. Yeah, that's one of the first things I, I thought of when I felt, you know, boy, it's like sandpaper, you know. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Thank, 
Thank you. Thank, very much. Thanks, thanks a lot, Bill. Wouldn't that be what Bye-bye. they use in at uh, College Station? Yeah, A&M? right, right, right. right. Just asking. <laughs> Just asking. Thanks a lot for your call, Bill. All right, uh, Hi, Bill. Okay. You know, it's not as soft as Charmin. Yeah, don't squeeze, don't, don't squeeze the don't, sandpaper tree. Right, right. Uh, right. 210-308-8867. We have a line open. Do we have a line? A line open. Finally. Just a line open. 210-308-8867. We have about uh, 20 minutes to go in the show. So get your calls in now. Don't make it sound like it's torture. <laughs> what were they? What, 20 minutes to go? Was it, hey, we only got 20 minutes to go. Get your calls in now. There you go. That, that's better. Now that, that, that if somebody dropped off the line, what is they it? can get their call in. Get the call in now. 210-308-8867. We'll be right Back. It's been no a long burgers. time since we had a call on Anakwa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought Anakwa was somewhere in Sweden. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Be right back on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. We've got some great things on sale at Millburgers, and I want to tell you about them because these sales aren't going to go on for much longer. All right, right now you can save over 40% on your favorite perennials in the one-gallon container. Now, there's still a great selection to choose from in the one-gallon container. All your favorites, like salvia, lantana, and more, in the one-gallon container, just three eighty-eight. That's a savings of over 40%. Right now you'll save on our best landscape shrubs, the final week week to save on Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly and more. 1188 in the 3 gallon container. That's another 40% savings. Citrus trees are on sale at Millburgers in the 3 gallon container. You ready for this? 2388 and that includes Meyer lemon, Mexican lime, hardy satsumas and more. 40% off just 2388 in the 3 gallon container. You'll save on these plus cyclamen, pansies and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on Bull This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. With all this talk about the National Anthem, we thought it was a good idea to learn a bit more about why the National Anthem is so important in this country. This National Anthem Minute is brought to you by Premier Roofing and Contracting. Sir Francis Scott Key wrote the words to the Star-Spangled Banner as a poem the morning after a huge battle in 1814 between British and American forces. But how did Key get there and why? Key was on a humanitarian mission. His ship was flying a white flag. He was trying to obtain the release of an American doctor taken captive by the British. After he went on board the British ship to seek his release, he learned they were about to attack Fort McHenry in the port of Baltimore. So the British held him captive all night as they bombarded Fort McHenry. By the morning light, after the fight was over, he peered out of his ship window and saw an amazing sight. The flag 
was still there. Thank you, Premier Roofing and Contracting, for standing for our national anthem. PremierRoofingAndContracting.com My name is Thaddeus Bedevier, and honestly, I have to say and spell my name every day. I'm also the owner of Premier Roofing and Contracting. Easy to say and much easier to spell. Premier Roofing and Contracting proudly serves San Antonio and the Hill Country, and we're a preferred vendor with major insurance companies. Call Premier Roofing and Contracting for a free estimate for your roof repair or replacement at 210-867-6001. At Premier Roofing and Contracting, we install quality with confidence. PremierRoofingandContracting.com. Larry Elder doesn't see any evidence of collusion. That Paul Manafort may have had some offshore fund in order to avoid paying taxes, how does that affect Trump? And you know the Democrats aren't impressed because where's Nancy Pelosi and where's Maxine Waters and where's the, the hat lady? Where are all the normal nut jobs coming out there yelling and screaming? Where are you? They said, is this it? Paul Manafort? Yeah, we knew. That's why Trump fired him. The Larry Elder Show, weekdays at 5, right before Jay Sekulow at 7 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I'm Barry Bess, filling in for Milton Glick today. With to, um, if you're looking at your radio, to your right is Dr. Jerry Parsons. To your left is Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm that funny Canadian in the middle, and we're going to go right back to the phones. Ginger is on the line. Ginger, thank you for calling. You're on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you today? I'm just great. How y'all doing? We're doing great. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. Uh, listen, I, uh, I've got six strawberry plants, and I've had them for about a month. So they've started making these little tendrils. Yeah, uh, right. You know, little side runners. Thing. Runners. Right, runners. They start making runners. Thank you. Okay. Uh, how far apart do I put the plant, and do I put the runner in the ground or leave it off the ground, or what do I do? Now, the, the plant, the strawberry plant, the main plant, is planted in the ground, right, or in a container or something? Well, I was going to put it in a raised bed. Okay, good. You haven't done it yet? No, that's why I'm calling you. I have to know how far apart to put them. I'm not late. <laughs> I got them in Phoenix about a month ago, and I haven't planted them. I'm just having to plant them. Okay, put them 12 inches apart. Remove oh. all the remove those runners and uh, and any blooms that it might have until Christmas, and then after Christmas let it let it grow. Uh, have you prepared the bed or uh, you got potting mix or whatever? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, you want to get some uh, Osmocote slow release fertilizer to mix in with the in the potting mix before you plant. Mm hmm. And use copious amounts. You know how I am with copious. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> because strawberries, strawberries are heavy feeders. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Oh yeah. This is and my so first we, time. Okay, and so you use a lot, and uh, and you, like I said, remove the blooms and the the runners. Uh, well, can I plant those little runners, Jerry, or do I have no, to away? No, it's against the law to plant those runners. Why? Uh, because uh, being, they're a patented plant, and uh, you'll be propagating a patented plant. He's being, he's, he's being ornery. <laughs> Jerry, I'm not going to sell it. I'm going to eat it. Oh, oh, okay. But, but you're, 
But you're right. If, if it, the production will be greater this spring if you go ahead and take those runners out until Christmas, like Terry said. Yeah, you're trying to grow that main right. plant, not runners. Yeah, you want that oh. thing vibrant and a lot of leaves. And then after Christmas, you can let it turn it mm-hmm. loose, and it will produce all the fruit and the runners. And when it produces the runners after Christmas... Uh, you mm-hmm. can just, uh, you know, it's it's a long. They're on a long uh, stem or, or uh, runner, and then right. at the at the at the, at, the, at the tip, they have uh, have little leaves. Right, and so, uh-huh. they're starting so, uh, to make those now. Yeah, but you you've got to remove that. For, we're trying to grow the main plant until after Christmas. And okay. Then, now, if I, but but after they do the run, after they have the runners and they have the leaves on there, you just push push those leaves, or give them a good soil contact, and they'll root. Well, now, Jerry, once I remove them all from the main plant, can mm-hmm. I plant the little pieces? Yeah, you can. The ones that are on there right now, will, will they make a new plant? No, they'll die. But you can go ahead and oh. plant them anyway. <laughs> well, I'm not going to waste my time if they're going to die. Well, then that's good. Uh, just go ahead and take scissors and, and cut them off before this is kind of a, well, no, I don't want to take uh, But uh, just cut them off so, the, so that the strength of the plant can go, go into the uh, main plant so it will get rooted and, and uh, put out some new leaves. And then eventually start uh, having strawberries in uh, February. And he he sounds really confident, doesn't he, Ginger? Yeah, he really does. It's amazing because nobody ever takes this advice he gives them out. Well, yeah. uh, (laughs) I I thought maybe the legal legal ramification would scare her off. But 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 the research indicates it supports what he says. If you want a maximum production of uh, fruit, this next spring, that's that's what mm-hmm. you should do. All right. Well, I do want the maximum production. That's sure for sure. Well, I don't. I don't want to see the how the police out there yeah. hauling you in for trying to root those runners. And then Ginger will say, "Okay." Well, nobody told me. Yeah. I, <laughs> I asked Dr. Jerry Parsons, and he said it was fine. Right. Okay. Remember now, one question. They're a hybrid plant, how? and you can't propagate. Okay, you know I didn't know that. Yeah, huh. that's right. A lot of people do. Well, how how how, how damp do you keep them? Uh, yeah, uh, just just like your regular garden plants, just just like you were doing a, a regular perennial plant. Okay. You you want to keep the soil moist. Okay. I can do that. But, but and that our copious, copious of, don't forget the copious amounts of osmica. <laughs> but get them, but get them in your uh, raised bed, right? Okay. Because they, because they need yeah. to get that root system out there. All right, I'll get them in there as soon as I can. Okay, good girl. Bye, Ginger. Thank thanks you. For, very thanks much for your call, Ginger. You're welcome. Right, have, a, have a great day. You know what would have been too. cool if what? the next caller we had online would have been named Marianne, but it, it's not working out It's like not that. working out? We would have had Ginger and Marianne <laughs> on the phone. But, well, 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 we'll take Ginger, but just because of her laugh. Well, well, Ginger can come on anytime. Thanks a lot, Ginger. 
You're welcome. She, she can't even call for her one call from the police station. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, if you have, if you get caught by the police, you call us and and we'll we'll, we'll talk to them. We'll talk to them. We'll we'll get you out of that. Hey, that we problem. did we did get a call back from Bill, and uh, Bill uh, reminded me that he's provided us some uh, uh, some plants and some uh, things in the past for some of our master gardener projects, but he uh, also. Uh, he was looking for cemetery iris. If there's anybody yeah, out there, yeah, they, they don't sell them in the yeah. retail stores. There's, uh, he's got six ancestor graves that he's trying to establish oh, okay. the cemetery iris. So if anybody's got any, um, uh, we've got we've got Bill's phone number. We'll, uh, I guess we'll leave it with the the station, or I'll, yeah, uh, give it to me afterwards. Okay, yeah. and. Uh, so if you're if you're thinning yours out, and I I told him I apologize, but I told him I just missed by ten days. I had a yeah. a wheelbarrow full of them, and I was thinking, what am I going to do with these? And so I did find some homes for them already. But I know there's a number of you out there that are thinning them out. So if you got any uh, cemetery iris and they're willing to give Bill some for some uh, old grave sites, uh, it'd be great. Just uh, give us a call. Or we'll uh, we'll leave the number with the station too, and you can uh, get Bill's number from them. Yeah, I have a. I always have a problem with the IRS. Oh no, wait! You're talking Iris. I'm sorry, I, I misunderstood you. Yeah, it's that uh, time. Is Bill going to come back soon? Yeah, it's that time of the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I've been, you know, I've been wanting to say that joke for the last thirty minutes, <laughs> and there is my opportunity. That's why. I'm in the middle, right in the radio, and you guys are the experts. 210-308-8867. We have uh, about nine minutes, so get that call in right now. 210-308-8867. One thing we haven't talked about that Calvin covered in his article on ours and other perennials is that uh, how to prepare the soil. And it said... Uh, Said uh, the renewal works best uh, works best if the soil, soil in the bed is enriched with two to three inches of compost, one cup of a slow-release lawn fertilizer such as 1959 for every square foot of bed. Ten foot square? Does it not say ten? Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh yeah, it does say ten. ten. Oh, I thought there was another mistake. <laughs> there. That'd be a lot of he, fertilizer. He, he remembered it in he, the article. <laughs> uh, anyway, for uh, one cup, uh, or basically and one, one pound per ten square feet. Well, or half a pound per cup. It's half a pound per cup, oh, which okay. we had a we had a, a listener tell us or remind us several years ago. Yeah. Um, and, and we re- replant the divided clumps to two feet apart in the old and new bed uh, or new beds. And the reason we talk about 10 square feet, because a lot of times in these uh, peren- uh, these perennials that we're talking about, uh, beds are not huge, like or la- as large as we're t- as blue bonnet beds or uh, uh, broccoli beds or yeah. anything. So you you know they might be a regular shape. So basically, you just you're enriching them with compost and uh, some slow-release lawn fertilizer. In a pinch, you can use winterizer fertilizer too. And, uh, fellas, we have another caller. Carol is on the line. Carol, thank you for calling. You're on Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you today? Great. I have an area of 
brown patch that starts every October in the same place, and it just constantly gets larger. That's right. That's the way brown patch works. Is it a high, is it a is it a heavy traffic area? In other words, do people walk through it all the time? Well, possibly. It's between the two houses. Yeah. I'm is a, it is that kind of a another thing that happens when uh, between houses or when people walk through it gets gets to be a little lower and compacted. Soggy. Yeah, and so the water sets in there. Uh, you're not watering your lawn. Still, no. uh, that that piece. Yeah. No, I've tried also like, a cornmeal with fungicide. Quit it. Really Quit no. it. Of course it doesn't ramp. It doesn't work. <laughs> I Jeez. guess not. Uh, um, the, the best best product to use is, is a product called F-Stop. Little, little F, and then stop is S-T-O-P in capital letters. It's called F-Stop. It's a fungicide. And spray the area that's affected. And the area that, that's around it. And for the long term, see if you can raise that area up just a bit. It doesn't take much. Um, oh, top dressing or bags of, you know, if it's a small, bags of uh, soil from uh, the nursery here or something. And, and just so there's no, it's not, so that it drains off a little bit. If that water sits in that, that basic trench there, it's going to start, it's going to have that same thing happen every year. Okay. And, but the, the F-stop will stop the spread, but uh, it won't heal until next spring, and then it'll heal, next fall will be the same thing again. Now, that cornmeal works better if, if you put the F-stop on first and then put the cornmeal on. Okay. And I thought, I thought he, he, he usually says the cornmeal works best for... Jalapeno cornbread, but <laughs> but I tell she wants to use the cornmeal, so it'll 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 work, it'll work finally if you use that stop first. Okay. All right. Or you, or you can just use that stop and forget the corn and make the cornmeal, make some cornbread with there, the cornmeal. There, there, there you go. go. All okay. right, Carol. Thank you very much for your call. Good luck, Carol. Thank you. Have Enjoy a good day. Part. Bye Thank bye. you. Thank you for calling. See, she said she enjoyed the program. Is that because I'm on or is it because... No, that's no. because we're on. Oh, okay. I just wanted to check. That's because the award-winning... The, oh, the... Okay, the uh, <laughs> award, Lifetime Achievement Award winner, Dr. Jerry Parsons. There you go. Um, so we've got just a couple of minutes left. I don't think we're going to have time to take another call. Um, Again, can anybody that has... Uh, Cemetery Iris that yep. they want to help Bill out with uh, those an- ancestral graves. Um, give, give a call, give the uh, give, phone you know number. What, guys, call. if if uh, if you do like, we'll have the number available at uh, at the radio station here. What should they call at the radio? Uh, they just call the regular uh, listen line here two ten three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven eighty eight sixty seven. And we'll have the number and and we'll make sure that if you have that for for Bill, we'll get you in in contact with uh, with Bill. Uh, the nursery is open until 5 today. Um, if you're going to come out here, please be careful with the rain. Of course, you know the roads in San Antonio, when it gets a little bit of rain on it, gets a little slick. You need to take it easy because we already had a the wreck accident, out here. Accidents cleared up. Accidents cleared up. That's the traffic report from Dr. Jerry Parsons. <laughs> accidents cleared. So the accidents cleared up that was over Bulverde Road and 1604. But just be careful coming out here. Uh, we don't want you know the, we don't want you to get into an accident and. Um, but the 
we're open until 5 o'clock today, and uh, we'll be back. I'll, Milton will be back with you all. See, that's my Texan coming out, Calvin. You never can tell. He might have fallen in love with, uh, with that Alabama and stay, right. Al- stay over there. It's Alabama. Uh, there I think uh, he should be back. If not, then, yeah, it'll be me. Okay. Oh, no, we're pretty sure we'll that put up with you. You know, he li- he likes that uh, those acid-loving plants. So yeah, yeah. Uh, his gardenias and hydrangeas, uh, yeah, and azaleas. They all be and dogwoods. All be bl- there. You go. Easier to grow out there. You know, and I I think if I'm not mistaken, this um, this the state vegetable, or um, for Oklahoma's okra, isn't it? Because it's in Oklahoma. Or is that Arkansas? I can't remember. Mm. Now you're really going to wish and pray that that Milton gets back. How much longer? (laughs) How much longer is this show? (laughs) About two minutes. About about two minutes you've got to put up with me. Come on. Come on. I've been waiting on that one. I could have said that one yesterday, but I wanted to make sure we just dedicated the show to you, Jerry. Did you write that stuff down? It's all in my head, Calvin. That's a scary thing. There's voices in my head, and sometimes I just don't know when to shut them up. Um, so we had, uh, another question we had right quick. Uh, what's the odds of growing almonds successfully in Texas? And the reason, the reason we don't grow almonds in Texas is because the humidity levels are so high. An almond is a, you eat the inside of, like a, like, it's like a peach, and you eat the inside of the, the seed. seed. Uh, you don't on a peach, but you do on an almond. So and, and it has to have low humidity before that seed will crack open. Yeah. So don't. And they bloom. They bloom awful early too. So that's, you, that's that's right. if you want almonds, just go to H E B and get them in the in the snack aisle. That's right. what I'm saying. All right. Thank you, gentlemen, for putting up with me here on No Burgers Gardening South Texas. You um, were doing so good. And then I got those lag. jokes in. So thank you very much for joining us. Stay tuned. We go from plants to pets. Let's talk pets is next on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 